Well, hello and welcome to Chapel Chat, uh, a podcast engaging questions of how life meets faith, both in our own faith community here at uh, Ladue Chapel Presbyterian Church and uh, our community at large here in St. Louis. I am Dieter Heinzel, one of the pastors here at Ladue Chapel, and I'm your host on this journey. Uh, you can find out more about us on our website if you go to ladoochapel.org. You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram, and of course, we would love for you to join us uh, in worship on Sunday morning at 10.30 or worship with us online, whichever you prefer. Uh, I'm happy to be here today with David Irwin, who is our Minister of Music, and with Jacob Lassiter, who is one of our section leaders in our choir. And we are here today to talk a little bit about an upcoming program, uh, the St. Mark passion. Now, I know that uh, usually uh, when you talk about passion, we think about St. Matthew passion, St. John passion, but St. Mark doesn't really spring to mind all that readily. So I wonder why that is about, and I wonder, David, if you could tell us a little bit about that. Well, thank you, Dieter. I'm glad to be here today. And I don't have an answer as to why there aren't very many settings of the St. Mark Passion. It's really, we use that as a convenient title. The full title of the work that we're doing is The Passion of Our Lord According to St. Mark. So it's Jesus's Passion, but we just refer to it as St. Mark Passion. We're learning that Throughout the years, Matthew has always been considered the authoritative version of the Gospels. And maybe there was the thought that Mark wasn't quite the same quality. I don't know if that failed to inspire composers or, or not. But we also know, of course, that Mark is the shortest and most concise of the Gospels. And you would think that would encourage composers to set it, because it wouldn't take as long to be performed. Yeah, which, which is true. Uh, Mark certainly is the uh, shortest of all the Gospels. And there is, a, in the Greek, there is a, a, an urgency and an immediacy in Mark's Gospel that is not the case in uh, Matthew, and certainly not in John, which is sort of a sprawling theological treatise. But mm -hmm. I wonder if that is reflected, that urgency and immediacy, if that is reflected in uh, the score and the music itself. I think that, that when you hear it, you'll agree that it is reflected in the music. Uh, it's very dramatic. Uh, it's a, it's a, an emotional and, and dramatic story. And even though the music is 100 years old, there is an urgency and, and there's certainly a lot of drama uh, that's brought out in the music. Glad you mentioned drama because that's where uh, Jacob comes in too because... Uh, Jacob's role in uh, the uh, Passion according to St. Mark is uh, Jesus, and so he will be playing and singing that role. And uh, I was wondering, uh, Jacob, what's it like to be Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I knew in, what it was really like to be Jesus, but I can uh, maybe speak what it's like to sing the role of Jesus. Uh, a little bit of a little bit of pressure, but composers, including Charles Wood, are really good at at setting. The wonderful texts from the gospels in ways that kind of really help you find the character there's always a bit of grandiose 
nature to the settings of Jesus and all of the passions that I'm aware of. I was saying earlier that I've this is my third passion. I've sung both of the Bach passions, but this is my first Jesus. I've done the solos in the St. John Passion and Pilate in the St. Matthew Passion. Interesting side note, um, talking about Mark, there is a, a lost St. Luke Passion by Bach, but I don't know of an, I don't know if I know of any other Mark Passions. I'm sure there are, but I don't know them. But I, I'm always been curious if we, maybe someday we'll find out, you know, perhaps when we're called home we can find out about the saint luke passion the saint luke passion well that that might be uh that might be a challenge for you david to uh to unearth that but uh, uh so I'm, I'm wondering uh what do you do jacob when you're not jesus so uh, what, <laughs> what do you do in your alternative life well i um my quote-unquote day job is i'm the uh, i'm a professor of music at webster university in webster groves I am the director of Opera Studio, and I teach voice lessons as well. I'm also the associate uh, department chair for the Department of Music. Uh, My particular job is I'm in charge of recruiting and uh, events management. So I help get new students there, and I organize the calendar, which is no easy task. So perhaps some of Jesus's patients will continue to rub off on me for that (laughs) task. Well, we're we're certainly grateful uh, that that you're here and that you're, you know, taking time away from your busy schedule to to talk with us a little bit about this. So uh, usually uh, with, with Bach and, and whatnot, there's a lot of orchestral pieces that come uh, with, with that as well. And uh, our chancel is not quite as big uh, as to accommodate a full orchestra. So I was wondering, David, how many uh, musicians you uh, have planned to uh, put uh, into this piece this time? So the St. Mark Passion is composed for organ accompaniment. And so we will have organ, and in the words of César Franck, uh, the organ is our orchestra. And so it's a very well-written part. Um, Mark Schultz is doing a brilliant job uh, preparing it. And this is what our organ was built to do. So it is right at home and it's going to be able to provide the expressive qualities, the different tone colors, the changes in dynamics that are essential to this. And so it's going to work out really well. Well, one thing we have not mentioned yet is when this uh, wonderful piece will actually see the light of day. So we're singing this on Sunday, March the 26th at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And talking about seeing the light of day, this is a very rare opportunity to hear this piece. For some reason, it's not performed very much, especially in the United States. And part of that may be due to the fact that it's difficult to obtain the music, uh, which had to come from England. Otherwise, I don't know why it isn't performed more frequently, because it's really an outstanding and beautiful piece. Yeah, and I... I remember in a previous conversation uh, the two of us had that you said this may very well be the premiere of this piece here in St. Louis. It could be. As I mentioned, the, the piece was written uh, 101 years ago, but, but I don't know of any performances that have taken place in St. Louis. So then uh, af- after the performance, we have to get back with, uh, with Jacob, and then he can tell us what, what his favorite passion is, right? If it's, <laughs> if it's the Matthew or St. John or, 
or the Mark Passion. Yeah. But do do you have do you have a favorite bit uh, of the other two that you have already sung? That's that's an interesting question. I I think like most, I'm probably partial to Saint Matthew as far as the Bach setting. Interestingly enough, I I don't think it gets I don't think text wise it gets much better than the Gospel of John. <laughs> It's one of my favorite books. I just the yeah. sort of like you said the, the the treat the sort of like theological treatise nature of it. I just really I love that it opens so much differently than any other of the gospels. But I think I think Bach was particularly inspired by the Saint Matthew Passion. Um, but they're both really good. Great, great. So uh, of course uh, all of this is sort of happening during Lent, and we are already in the in the midst of Lent, and. Um, we also uh, are inching ever closer to Holy Week, which begins on April 2nd with Palm Sunday and then uh, Thursday, uh, Monday Thursday, with our uh, start out uh, with a communion service in our St. Andrew's Memorial Garden and then moving into the sanctuary uh, in the evening. And then, of course, we have uh, our noon service on Friday and then Easter two services, sunrise service at 6.30 in the morning and uh, Tenth, yes, David is rolling his eyes. Yes, this is an early, 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 and it will be bitter yeah. cold too. And I am Jacob sure. Jacob is going to be in that yes. service. Oh boy, Jacob. I'll be in all of those services you mentioned. So, so. <laughs> we are, we are looking forward to, uh, to seeing all of you uh, in church, uh, of course. But uh, again, the Passion according to Saint Mark, March twenty-six at three o'clock in the afternoon, and we hope to see you all there. So uh, thank you to David and thank you to uh, Jacob for being with us today. So, in addition to Jacob, I, I did want to mention the other soloists that will be joining the choir. So, in a Passion, the narrator for Passion is given the title Evangelist, and that's traditionally a role for a tenor. And we have Jimmy Stevens, who's coming to sing with us uh, for the first time. He's a wonderful singer here in town. And then uh, the composer Charles Wood has given several smaller solos, which is a little bit unusual in a passion. But Adam Steffo will be taking roles that range from Peter and Judas and Pilate to a bystander, unnamed bystander. Ryan Keller will be the high priest. There are two small roles for the maids, and those will be sung by Amira Fuller and Nikki Weiss. And finally, there's a soprano descant in one of the hymns, and uh, we will have Callista Goldwasser sing that for us. Great. Well, thank you, David. And. Uh... Of course, uh, again, Passion According to St. Mark will be performed on uh, March the 26th, Sunday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon in our sanctuary. And uh, then we are already on to Holy Week with uh, Palm Sunday that happens on April the 2nd at 10.30 in the morning with our Easter egg hunt and brunch for our kids afterwards. Monday Thursday service, which will start in our St. Andrew's Memorial Garden at 6.30 in the evening, and then uh, our noon service on Good Friday, and of course, our Easter services at 6.30 in the morning for the sunrise service, and uh, I believe both of you, uh, Jacob and David, will be there. 
<laughs> rather early in the morning and then at 10.30 with our festival service with lilies and brass and uh, the glorious resurrection celebration. So uh, we hope that you will join us uh, for any or all of these that I just mentioned. And uh, until next time, blessings to all of you.